So fucking sick. So sick. That means I'm moving. I made a few mistakes, but I'm improving. I'm human, but I've been making daily resolutions. I got to. You might do it different, but I'm not you. Hey, Mark. I'm I'm hey, Mark. That hey, I was Mark. Never hey, Mark. Hey, Mark. Fucking right. Well, cheers, buddy. Let's fucking jump into it. Cheers. That's how we fucking start this one off. So, <coughs> as I slurred my coffee. Welcome to another episode of Hey Mark, the podcast where I, Mark, get to have honest, authentic, and open conversations about the struggles that we go through and help they, how they help develop us as the people that we are today. Uh, I like to talk about different things, whether they're stigmatized or whether it's your mental health, your physical health, your, your personal life, realistically, anything that you're going through, I think that increasing the discussion around these things is going to help us out with dealing with these things and learning from our struggles as ourselves, but also to pass that message along so other people can hear it, be inspired by it, be motivated by it and grow and develop themselves as well. So kind of a starting a community that we can all just kind of develop from. And uh, today I'm here with MP5, Miles. Thanks for having me, bro. Dude, thank you for being here. And we just kind of wanted to sit down and chat because him and I have very similar lifestyles, very similar mindsets, just different kind of avenues going through life. I feel like we relate to each other really well. And I think that every time we chat, it's always like kind of interesting or entertaining or I get a new perspective. So I thought it would be sick to have you on, man. Yeah, man, I appreciate it. So like in the last couple of years, I know like I talk about all the time what I do <coughs> in my life, like with my workouts, with my reading, with, you know, journaling and, and what I work on. But like, what have you been up to? Like, give yourself a little bit of an introduction, tell people where they can find you and tell people like what you're all about. Uh, so my name is Miles. Um, I go by Real MP5 on most social media platforms. Um, so I've, I've been working on music really um, for the last, I guess really six years. There's been a few breaks in between, but um, for the last, definitely the last like year, year and a half, I've been trying to just like up my game and keep working on it and um, just continue to pursue greatness and kind of like step away from the results and just and just work on it as much as I can sort of thing. Um, so yeah. So I find like there's two sides to like our personality in that like both of us have like a dream that we're chasing, we're kind of aspiring to do we work at that consistently but there's always like this underlying tone of just like at the end of the day I'm doing these things to make me a better me mm -hmm. like I just want to be a better person I want to feel better I want to make people around me feel better I want to have like this positive happy energy radiating off me like do you think that those things like kind of like go hand in hand like when you're working towards music it makes you better personally or do you think you have to focus on both separately I feel like to a degree they go hand in hand, but you obviously have to kind of compartmentalize and like realize that if I'm sitting down working on music, I'm not necessarily working on um, my personality or how I treat people because I'm by myself usually when I'm making music. So, um, I mean, I still kind of take the time to to consider those things, but it's not quite in the forefront maybe right now. But I think for the most part, I do a pretty good job of it in general. Like I'm more of an introvert, so I'm not super outgoing at all times sort of thing. And um, 
if I'm kind of like in my feelings, I'm not going to be the ideal version of myself. You know what I mean? Um, But I think I'm learning as I go sort of thing, you know? Yeah. And like, um, obviously with you, like you've made certain steps in your musical career that, you know, you obviously have to make a cognitive decision like, hey, I'm going to record an EP or hey, I'm going to go and do an open mic and perform live. Or, hey, I'm just going to start telling people, yeah, this is something I'm working on. Like, did you have moments where you're like, fuck, I don't know if this is something I can do. I don't know if I should really talk to people about it. I don't know, like, if I could even pursue it. Like, it seems unrealistic. Like, I had these feelings all the time when I was starting my podcast. Did you have anything like that? Yeah, pretty much, like, literally almost every other day. That's how it went. I mean, it's getting better now because I've put in so much of the groundwork and and I've started to build kind of the the foundation that I need to actually continue to grow and thrive. And I don't really have to depend on people anymore because I've learned to produce, I've learned to mix, I've learned to write, I've learned to sing, all these kinds of things. So um, definitely at the beginning, um, like the for example, the first time I wrote a song, it was fucking trash. And I, I was like halfway through a verse and I was like, I can't do this. And I like stopped for like a week. And then I was like, I need to fucking learn how to do this. So I got back at it and like I wrote another verse and it was trash, but it was a little bit better. You know what I mean? And then just seeing that, excuse me, seeing that growth is really the, the biggest reward through everything. It's like, it's not about the money. It's not about, um, you know, like fucking being flashy or like being a rapper. Like it's just, I love seeing myself progress. And like from, from the first time that I started making music, I knew what I was capable of. I just wasn't capable of it yet. And watching myself climb the ladder, so to speak, has been like the, the best part of the whole journey. Yeah, that's sick. How do you like for yourself, like how do you measure that? Like, cause art is such a subjective thing. <clears throat> <clears throat> in that you're like what well, I think could be sick you think could be trash or you could think that is trash like how do you like like when you look at yourself and you're like okay this verse is shit and then you write another one how do you measure how do you know like this is better like is it just personal taste or is there like yeah I, I think it's I, I think I just kind of it's hard to explain. I can just kind of tell, like, it's my own personal standard of like what I feel I can do. It's like, sometimes it comes down to the the words that I use when I'm rapping. It comes down to the tone that I use when I'm like saying it. Um, there's kind of a lot of different factors. Um, but it, it just comes down to like a feeling like I'll just listen to it and be like, no, this isn't it. Or like, I'll listen to it and I'll be like, okay, this is pretty good. Like there was a period, like I'd say the first five years, I didn't even want to show people my music because I knew it wasn't good. And even, even today, I'm not fully happy with how it sounds. I just know it's like getting there and it's like finally at a point where I'm comfortable even showing people because um, it's, it's part of the progression too, sort of thing. And I know that you kind of have to be willing to be criticized and to have things not do as well as you thought and that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, it's more of just kind of a feeling if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I get it. Cause I, I'm the same, like sometimes, you know, obviously I don't like to admit this, but there's certain episodes that I do where I'm like, this is kind of shit. Like, I think there's still value in it. 
I think that someone might be able to pull some knowledge out of it or get a new perspective or maybe laugh at a certain part of it. Yeah. Like there's times where I put it out, but there's other times where I put it out and I think this is <clears throat> fire. Like this is so sick. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that it is like kind of, it, it almost like hints to or alludes to like the idea that, you know, success is in the eye, is in the eye of the beholder. Beauty's in the eye of the beholder. Like, this is what we're striving for because at the end of the day, it's like, it's a freedom of expression. It's yeah, like, yeah. I'm feeling something right now. And for me, I just talk to my phone or I talk to someone like this. But like for you, it's like, okay, I'm gonna express myself with, with these words. And like, you know, if I can express the way I'm feeling with like the way that the beat sounds maybe, or the way that the words that I'm using, like obviously that's a more direct way to do it, but like the, the way that the music sounds too, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I would say it, sorry, what? <laughs> I was just noticing like, it's kind of like beauty's in the oh, eye right, of the beholder, right? right? So, um, success is in the eye of the beholder. I would say as well that it's also kind of, uh, it's also kind of just the process, like not everything you make, even these big artists like Drake and J Cole and, and like these high tier rappers, they don't, not everything they make is solid. You know what I mean? That's why they release a certain amount of songs and they'll I guarantee you they'll have five times as many songs that they aren't releasing than they are because that's just how art works. You, you make as much as you can and you do your best every time and some of them make the cut and some don't. And I mean, some people might be willing to release the less, uh, less popular, they're, they're kind of uh, throwaway songs, so to speak. But um, that's just how it goes. And I think for your podcast, it's the same thing. Like you're, you got to make it consistently because that's what you're trying to do. But not every podcast is going to be a hidden gem or, or a, you know, like a piece of gold that you can be proud of. It's just the fact that you're doing it is important. And it's the same thing for music, I think. Yeah. Well, for me as well, like the way that like the, the magic sauce that I use, like the, the way that I am consistent with it is because it's just what I'm feeling at the time. Yeah. It's like whatever thing I'm either struggling with or winning at or whatever it is, whatever's happening in my life, I just try and, I, I'm, when I'm writing in my journal, I'm like, okay, this is what I'm going through. This is a way that I can move on from this victory or this is a lesson I can pull out of this or, yeah. and then I just share it in hopes that you know, someone else maybe is going through something similar yeah, or, right. or like, you know, so there's obviously some episodes I make where it is funnier or it is more entertaining because that's how I feel at the time. And then yeah, there's yeah, certain yeah. things where it's like, I'm still trying to form my own opinion on this. So I'm just saying whatever I can figure out about it. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot less developed. And like, I think for me, like I really enjoy it when it's like, okay, this episode made me laugh while I was recording it. And it gave me a new perspective. So like, if you can be entertained and educated, I honestly do think that that's like the best form of this type of media. Yeah. yeah. Right. So yeah. like, I'll be like, that's fire. But sometimes it's like, okay, this one was kind of like a little bit less educational, but we were just chilling out, having a good conversation. Someone might be entertained by this, or this one was less entertaining. Like the one I just edited today, it was like, yeah, this one's a lot less entertaining, but I think that there's still value to be pulled from this. And yeah. at the end of the day, I want it to be like something that I can reflect back on and have a library of episodes to be like, okay, I've dealt with this in the past. So let's yeah, see yeah, how yeah. I can do it. Yeah. And that I think too, is like, it's, it's part of the journey to 
to be able to see your progression and look back on it. Cause like you might end up looking back at some of your videos five years from now, let's say, and completely disagree with half of the things you said, but being able to like, see how far you've came up or how far you've come, I think is, is a, a valuable thing in and of itself. And obviously giving yourself new perspective and that kind of thing is better. But, um, I think it's good to like the same with my music. Like I'll be able to look back at my music and be like, this music sucked, but I'm glad I made it and I wouldn't be here without it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that kind of thing. Yeah. Or like, yeah, especially with like a song, like you see so many artists, like some of my favorite artists, like just to name like one of them off the top of my head, Chris Cornell, he's like one of my favorite singers ever. Yeah. And you can listen to his songs and like, there's bands that he like, there's like the song Say Hello to Heaven. Aiden's going to love this because he loves this song. Yeah. But like the song Say Hello to Heaven is written by Chris Cornell. I'm pretty sure he wrote it by himself, but it's in like this band Temple of the Dog that he was in with Eddie Vedder. Okay. And he wrote that song about his buddy who passed away from an overdose. And it's like, that song perfectly captures everything he was feeling at the time. And it turned out to be a banger. Yeah. But there's yeah. obviously songs he's made that were like, just how he's feeling at the time and they weren't as popular. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's just a documentation of how he felt, what he yeah. was trying to deal with. Like, he's going through this <clears> loss <throat> in his head, he's grieving about it. And he's like, I don't know how else to, to express this. Mm -hmm. like it's tearing me apart. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing about music. I think that's why I was so drawn to it because it's uh, it's like a form of therapy, I think, for for me at least, and I know there's a lot of other artists that think about it this way. Um, just being able to, to write my thoughts down on paper with like with the rhyme scheme, um, it just helps, helps me work through issues. It helps me understand myself better. Um, yeah, I think that's, that's a big thing that has been for me for sure. Yeah, I think it's important for everybody to have some sort of like a form of expression like that. Like that's the exact same way as I, I explained podcasting is like, it's, it's like a form of therapy. It's like, yeah, hey, yeah. I'm, I'm talking about what I'm struggling with and then I'm having to think of solutions for myself and then I'm just going to live them and try them and be like, okay, you know what? I can go back and say that doesn't work. And maybe I'll revisit a topic like you said, and I'll be like, Hey, I changed my mind on this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I could also go back and be like, okay, I've dealt with this in the past. This is something I felt in the past. Like it's, it, I've expressed how I felt. So now I can kind of match that to how I feel now. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, well, this is the way I dealt with it before. Yeah. So I can just do that again. Yeah. Like it's like a form of expression. It's the same as like, you can go back to like times you were feeling a certain thing, look at the song you wrote and it's like, okay, this was where my mind was at. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is maybe what was causing me to be where I was at. This is maybe what was helping me. Yeah. Right. Like it's always just like a snapshot of like, this is where you're at, man. Like it's a perfect, that's actually why I love the title of now we can plug it. The title of your EP is it's like a reflection, bro. Yeah. It's a direct yeah. reflection of like how you felt. <clears throat> yeah. So for everyone that hasn't listened yet, go and search it up on any single media platform. Real MP5 or just MP5. Yeah. yeah, you can also, you can check out my, uh, the link, link will be in my bio, my Instagram account at real MP5. Quick plug. Quick plug. Back yeah. to it. <laughs> yeah. So dude, so yeah, kind of like back to my question before, like I remember when I started doing, doing like the podcast and the YouTube thing, 
I was pretty hesitant to tell people about it. Like I was sharing it a bit online before I even talked to like some of my closest buddies about it. Obviously you kind of knew way before everyone else, but there was a lot of people where like, I didn't want to tell them about it. I was kind of like not secretive about it, but I was like, oh, I don't want to just tell people like, oh, I'm making a podcast. Everyone and their uncle has a podcast, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, I don't really want to talk about it like that until like I'm at a certain level and then I can tell people. That's kind of how I felt about music too, right? What kind of pushed you like over that? Cause I can, I have my own kind of thing, but. Um, the feeling that I wasn't actually doing anything. Like when you're public about it, you're kind of held to it a little bit. Like not entirely, obviously I could drop a project and not do anything ever again, but um, action, what's the word action leads action basically leads to more action you know what i mean so if i put the music out i talk about it i um promote it a little bit um people might reach out to me as a matter of fact last time i did release my my previous project under my the old name um i had someone reach out to me and uh like they told me it was sick and stuff and they asked if i could help them mix a track and I helped them out and that led to a collab to one of my better songs so um it's not out yet by the way um (laughs) but so like that sort of thing like if you if you put yourself out in the world people have a chance to 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 like interact with you or um you know like opportunities come your way if you're willing to put yourself out there sort of thing Mm -hmm. um so I think that's sort of why I started doing it and I mean, obviously there's like things like, um, like shows that, that I'd have to practice for and I can't really do a show if I'm not releasing music. Um, so that was another reason, obviously with COVID we're kind of fucked with that right now, but <laughs> we're just kind of making do right. But, um, yeah, so that was a big one for me. Was, um, was it the oh, same for you? Like. Yeah, like it was pretty similar. I didn't really want to talk about it because I'm like, oh, like I don't want, like for me, it was like really, I, I, I craved the social validation almost in the beginning. So then I was like scared that I wouldn't get it. So I didn't talk about it. Does that, that make sense? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think to a degree that makes sense because I sort of felt the same way. Like, obviously. Oh, I want people to say this is sick, but I don't really think I'm sick yet. Yeah, so I don't yeah. want to talk about it because I don't want I mean, them to yeah. see where I'm at now and be like, oh, that's how he makes podcasts. Yeah, yeah. Because I know I can do cooler, better con- better conversations, better production, better everything. Yeah, that's basically how I feel about music too. It's like the same sort of, it's just different sort of circles to be in. But because um, like I put out um, the tape the other day and obviously people I know would like it and share it and be like, yo, this is sick. But obviously I can tell that it's not like up to a pro standard of like a a top tier artist, obviously. But, um, I just kind of, I kind of know that it's not going to get the response I want yet because it's not as good as I want it to be or that I know it could be yet. Um, but that's, again, it's just kind of part of the, the journey and it's part of the progress and it's kind of like fuel to try harder at the same time. I kind of like, 
I've got like two thoughts going on right now that I want to talk about. So I'm going to try and remember one while I ask you about the other. But uh, I kind of know how your response is going to be for the first one. But I'm curious to see what it is for the second one. So the first one, I already know sort of what your response is going to be, which is like, you know, when you get an idea, you're like, hey, I want to be a rapper. Hey, I want to make podcasts. Hey, I want to start a new sport or pick up a new hobby. Like, is there ever like a good time or the right time or a perfect skill level that you'll be at before you can just start doing it? I don't think so. Sick. That's exactly what I thought you were going to say. Yeah, man. you just jump into it and, and turn your brain off. Just fucking do it. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be perfect. I think the reason people don't start and, and this is why I took so long to get things going is I wanted it to be fucking perfect and come out of nowhere with this crazy song that everyone was like, yo, you're insane. But that's just not how life works. Like, you have to do it. And then, I mean, maybe for the odd person, they make fucking three songs and they all pop off and they get a record deal and this and that. But Like Jack Harlow? No, Jack Harlow's been grinding, dude. He's been dropping music for like six, know, seven years. Know. Like, But there's maybe like... I'm like, a fucking idiot when but, <laughs> but like... Um, like, I, I only pretty sure, I'm pretty sure Lil Tecca, I don't know if you know about him, but he put out like one song and he got fucking huge off it. Um, like that's just a rare thing. Like, it's like Beyond, Chameleonaire. I'm not actually familiar with his come up. Chameleonaire? Yeah. Was it? Was like that one song? Riding Dirty? Riding Dirty. But even then, he might have been working low-key for eight years before that. Like you never know, right? Yeah, yeah. But like, there's a. Uh, it's just that's that's typically that's how it goes. It's so like many we, people are gonna be like, "You're a fucking idiot." Yeah, whatever. Right, fuck them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, uh, yeah. So basically, like, if you want to start something, whatever it is, whether it's music or podcasts, or you want to get into film, or you want to be a doctor, or a chef, or just fucking start somewhere. And then you'll slowly, if you really want it, you have to think about it and figure out what you can do. And like, maybe you have to stop hanging out with certain friends or maybe you have to limit the amount of time you spend doing things that you like compulsively do, like playing video games or <laughs> scrolling YouTube or Instagram for hours. And you have to compartmentalize your life and organize yourself and just like better yourself before things start to fall into place. Cause everyone has, Everyone's pretty much born with bad habits in your whole life. You're breaking them and trying to adjust and get better. Or right? forming them. Or forming them, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. But yeah, like if you have any kind of issues um, starting something or... I know a big one is like not knowing what they want to do. Um, so they don't do anything sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, but like Gary Vee says, just like try shit. And if you like it, keep with it. If you don't, then stop and try something else. Like you might be the best fucking painter in the world if you start painting, but you don't know what you want to do. So you're just not doing anything. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, just like start, try things and just see what you like. I think a lot of people, especially in their early 20s and late teens, feel like they're running out of time or feel like they need to have everything figured out right now because fucking whoever on Instagram has their life together and they're making millions and or like looks 20, like it or looks like it or but they're like you know they're young or they're they're 18 and they're driving a Porsche or whatever it is I mean, like, these TikTok fucks that have like a million dollars yeah but like you it, 
comparing yourself to people is just like the worst thing you can do. Like every time I've compared myself to someone, I feel like shit. I don't want to do anything. I feel like shit's pointless. You know what I mean? So comparison just, is a just, thief of joy, man. Yeah. Just like fucking get off social media a little bit, figure out what you think you might enjoy. And it, it probably comes naturally to you. Like you're probably thinking about something that you would want to do, but like, oh, it's not realistic or mm-hmm. it's not, you know, like I couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Do it. Like that's, that's the kind of thing that you, that you need to do. Like basically that's, that's how I feel about it. The fact that it makes you nervous or gives you like that butterfly feeling is like, dude, that's a natural thing or, you should be doing. Or if it, if it plays with your emotions, like if you think like, I wish I could do this, but your, but your brain tells you, but I can, and then you like feel a little bit sad or like just a little bit like annoyed or like, mm. you know what I mean? Just that, mm. that's your, that's your best hint that that's what you should be doing because that's how I felt about music. When I first thought about it, I was like 18. I was like, no, I can't be a rapper, but it kept lingering on my mind and I couldn't, I couldn't break it. Like no matter what I did, every time I got a bit better and then something happened and I quit I would be like thinking about it every day like like I want to do it but I feel like I can and it it took some time of like being down on myself and feeling like things were never going to work out and there was actually periods where I was like fuck it I'm done with music yeah no that's like that's a thing in the past like for several months and then like eventually it would be like I want to fucking be good yeah. And I, I realized that it was good for me because if you think about something because you want to be rich, that's not the same thing as thinking about something because you want to actually do it and be good at it. Or, or um, like, for example, some people might want to be a lawyer because they know that lawyers make six-figure incomes usually. And... Uh, they want that kind of money, but you're more likely to be pretty sad even if you do become a lawyer because- And you become rich. Yeah, and you get, you make all the money, but you're not happy because your life is being a lawyer and you don't want to do that versus someone that wants to become a lawyer because they want to like help people through legal situations and like be that person that can help them through it because they have the knowledge of how the law works. They can help them get out of tricky situations, whatever the case is that person's going to be a lot happier regardless of the money. And that's how I knew that when I decided that I wanted to be a musician, like a hundred percent, I was like, I literally would be broke the rest of my life. If I made the best fucking songs that I've ever fucking heard, I'd be happy. Yeah. That's kind of what drives me, I guess, is just being better and, and achieving what I want to achieve. And, um, delivering the kind of messages that I want to deliver, I'll take that over the money seven days a week. Yeah, man. And, and I think, obviously the money's nice, but it's just kind of like a, a thing that might come or might not on the side that would be nice. But um, yeah, sorry. Continue. Well, I think that it's cool though as well, because this is something like for me at least, like I, I have a day job, like I have something that I do like I work in construction, like this is something that I purely do because I enjoy to do it. No one pays me to do it. In fact, I pay to do it. Right. Mm -hmm. But like, maybe you're in a position like even where I was at, where like, I didn't really feel like I had anything. Like I was super depressed even before I started doing this, but Mm -hmm. I was 
You know, I didn't think that I had any skills. This is something that really bothered me a lot is I didn't think that I had any skills. Like, you know, I wasn't very, I love music, but I don't really have much musical talent. I can play around with the guitar, but I'm not good, right? I don't have like musical talent. I don't have like any exceptional sport talent. Like we grew up playing sports together. I wasn't the best person on any team I was ever on. I wasn't even a hard worker. I was a slacker, right? Like I didn't even give a shit about practicing. Like I didn't really, in my perception, have any like notable skills. But one thing that I enjoyed all the time, my whole life was talking and, and listening yeah, to other people, that, yeah. hearing other people's conversations, <clears throat> listening to them, being involved in it. Mm-hmm. I like that kind of thing. So I like, I almost gravitated towards podcasting just because of like, you get to talk to people all the time. Like, well, and it's like, like, fuck it. I'm just going to do what I like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is something that's cool. Like, it's like, I just love this. Like, I love being present, putting our fucking phones away, looking at someone and just talking and just kind of like, hey, this is something I've got figured out or this is something I'm still trying to figure out. Maybe you could tell me your idea on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, I think that for you, it was like a calling. You're like, I want to do this. For me, it was like, I'm just going to do what comes natural to me. The thing that I love to do. The thing that I do when I'm doing other things, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like as a kid going to hockey practice, you just be talking. I would just be talking. You'd be yeah, no, for sure. Right. I remember that. Yeah. So it's like it's just maybe like someone out there, like if they're listening to this, they're like, okay, maybe I'm more like Miles, where I have like this one thing that's calling me, and I'm gonna pursue that. Mm-hmm. But maybe you're like me, and you're like, I don't have anything really, but I'm just gonna do what I enjoy the best because like I was talking to Aiden about this this morning, and it's like. Dude, you can make it doing anything. If you love the thing you're doing and you work at it all the time and you become exceptional at it, especially nowadays, if you could coach people to do it, like I said to him, I'm like, bro, you could make a living being a surfer and not be a pro surfer. Yeah, yeah. If you just teach other people how to start surfing, how to start surfing. And you just run a class every weekend and you charge people for it. Mm-hmm. You can live, literally make a living. You don't even have to be a pro surfboarder, but you could make a living. You could be a professional surfer. Mm-hmm. You're surfing all day. You just surf with other people, teach them how to surf, practice the things that you're teaching them. And that's all you do. Yeah. And then maybe along the way you become a professional surfer because that's your passion. You work on but, it every day. But maybe you don't. But yeah, at the end of the day, like sick. you're just doing your thing. You're yeah, just yeah, doing yeah. your thing. Yeah. Like it's like so sick because you like, I, I, that was me and Aiden's conversation a lot of the morning this morning was just like how you can literally just do a thing. You just do a thing all the time. And it doesn't even have to be something wild. <clears throat> it could be something like, you know, carpentry like I'm, I'm a carpenter right it could be something like carpentry if you mm-hmm. love carpentry and you do that all the time and then on the weekend you're picking up side jobs so that every day you just hey i'm a better carpenter today than i was yesterday mm-hmm. and then you could build a company just training other guys and having apprentices work for you and then all of a sudden you've got 10 20 apprentices mm-hmm. and you're running a construction company and all you're doing is what you love yeah 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 no i i agree fully i think People can be anything they want, but they can't be everything they want. So you got to make sure you pick one, maybe two things. Wow, dude. And, Holy and just shit. Like, just like, I, I read a book on it. It's called The One Thing. And it's like... I've listened to the audio book of that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like, you can basically 
you're best off just picking one thing that you like or love and like consistently do it throughout your life and you'll just continue to get better and better and better at what you do if you if you do that but people that are like scattered and they're like yeah i'm gonna do this for a bit and this for a bit and this for a bit like they never end up achieving anything because true achievement takes time if you want to become like above average let's say or great even like mm. um but yeah that's yeah that's huge man <clears throat> people can be anything they want but not everything they want that's Fucking huge, dude. Wow. Um, that puts it in perspective for someone, hopefully. I think that... I, I will say this. There's a flip side to that. What's that? I think that... It's a dangerous situation sometimes to put yourself <clears throat> in. To just have one thing. Like, to pigeonhole your life. Like, so, for example, like... I used to be into bodybuilding, right? Mm -hmm. And... <clears throat> I pigeonhole myself really easily in the sense that like when I find something that I enjoy, that's all I do. Yeah, it's all yeah. I think about, it's all I talk about, it's all I want to do. Every time I'm doing something else, I'm thinking about that. I'm not even present with anything I'm doing. And it makes me resentful to things and people that aren't the thing that you're thinking That about. aren't that thing, yeah. yeah. But also, when you <clears throat> lose that thing, you crumble. Right. So like, for example, we were talking earlier, like I tore a couple muscles and I also realized that the lifestyle of being a bodybuilder was not what I wanted. Mm -hmm. Right. So I wanted to be the bodybuilder. I wanted to have the physique, but I didn't like the secluded lifestyle. I didn't like, there were certain things about the lifestyle I didn't like. Mm -hmm. And so when I lost that, I was like, what do I do now? Yeah, for sure. Right? Like it's like a lack of identity. Whereas I, like, I think that comes down to like just a level of self awareness too. Like you might think you want something, mm. but you don't realize what what it takes to do or what what comes with the. Yeah, or you don't want to make the sacrifice like, for that. Yeah, because yeah. I still do put in like a lot of work into the work I'm doing now. Probably, if not more, but I enjoy what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. So it's like. I'm okay with working 70 hour weeks doing this, but working 70 hour weeks doing something else, I was miserable. Yeah, no, I feel that for sure. Um, the other thing yeah. I was gonna say, I wanted to pick your brain about, I don't know how you're gonna respond to this one, this is why I kept <clears> it for afterwards, because <throat> it kind of opens a discussion. But do you think you get more support from the people that are close to you, or the people that are around, like that, you, that hear about you, or discover you, when you're doing it. So say um, like you have your cir circle of friends, right? You put out a project. Do you feel like you get the most support from people that you know or people that find your shit and they're like, I fuck with this guy? I'd say on average, it's people that, that I don't actually know in person or that I have only met once or twice. Um, although Melissa is my biggest fan for sure. Um, and then me. But like, yeah, and then you. So but, <laughs> but, so uh, <laughs> but, uh, like I wouldn't say that my friends aren't supportive they're just not they don't they don't see me as my potential I don't think they just kind of like they'll be supportive in a very kind of nonchalant way sort of like 
they're not kind of like, yo, bro, you got to keep going. This is crazy. Yeah, da, da, da. They're like, yo, this is sick. Like, nice. You know what I mean? And it kind of just stops there, which is understandable. But, um, but yeah, I do think that the people I've talked to through like Instagram, other rappers, other producers, they're always like, cause they're kind of in the same boat. So they understand that like, it's the people that, the people that are into the same thing and that have maybe experienced the same sort of subtle disappointment that comes with that, that want to give you that support. So like there's, there's guys I've never met that are always like, yo, this is sick. Like, good job. Like, let's go kind of thing. Right. And then there's friends that I have that are kind of like, oh, nice. You know? So it's, um, that's just kind of how it goes. I think, I, I think to a degree too, like, people that like I, I saw this on Instagram I've really I've seen it multiple times over the years but people that you grew up with don't want to see you doing better than them because it means that they're not doing as much and it hurts their pride or their ego or their own view of themselves sort of thing so like they're not necessarily going to tear you down and I'm not going to say that that all friends are going to be like this but in general, I think people don't like to see you succeed too much. Like, they, they want you to, but not too much, because then they feel bad about themselves. Yeah, I saw, like, I, I saw a quote this morning. <clears throat> My buddy posted it on his story, and it was like, um, the first slide was, why do you think random people support you more than your friends do? And then the next slide said, because your friends know that you started at the same level as they did. Basically, yeah, that's exactly what it was, yeah. And I was like, man, that's so fucked up because it's true, man. You don't want to see someone else that you grew up with that you know started from the same situation as you maybe. And it's like, well, shit, I settled for this and now I'm living this life. Like, this isn't what I truly want to do, but I settled for it because it was like maybe safer for me or I didn't feel like I could... Uh, even execute on that thing or or like you, you can talk yourself out of things too like I, I think I think a lot of people are a lot more talented and capable of things than they realize but you, you talk yourself out of it like you were saying this earlier today when we were with my brother like people just talk themselves out of what they're capable of like they wish they could do x y and z and they kind of just like it's probably better if I just stick with my nine to five and like safer I get a paycheck I, I don't got to stress about this and that so I, I think that's yeah, like your subconscious like convinces you like, oh, that's not actually what you want. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like, sort of like, like one of my biggest fears was like, when I first started <clears throat> making podcasts, it's like, well, what if people really like it? And then you have to do this. Like, this is something that you have to keep up with. There's just like, if you get good enough, there's like an expectation for what you produce. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, say, like, someone that you really love, like, any artist, like, name any artist that you really love. Russ. Russ, okay. So, say you have an expectation for Russ because you've listened to him for years, right? If he knew you, if you were, like, he, if he was aware of who you were and he was stuck in his own ego, he'd be like, fuck, Miles thinks I'm up to here. And so, if I don't put something out that's up to there, I won't be good enough. Right, like it's like almost like an imposter syndrome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's like fuck. I don't know if I can live up to the expectation after I achieve whatever I'm looking to achieve. Yeah. Right. Like, like, and I'm sure people all go through that. Like, I'm sure like Gary Vee or Tony Robbins or any of those like huge motivational guys. You know, I'm sure they wake up sometimes and they're like, 
Fuck, I don't know if I have anything to share today. Yeah, I don't know about Gary V. He's a different kind of fucking human, dude. He's, like, on some new shit. I don't know. He's, like, everything I've ever watched of him is, like, no, I never get sad. I just know myself, and I do this and that. But, like, I, I know what you're saying in a, in a sense that I think most he's people... That. I think he's beaten what I'm talking about. Yeah, like, he's, he's past that. He's, like, on his shit, and he knows what he is, and he knows what he's capable of, and as long as his family is good. And, his and there's no front, really, that we can see. Yeah, like he's a humble guy. Like, he makes he a lot of money, and he's, like, always all over social media, but, like, he's just, he doesn't think he's, like, better than you or I. He's just doing what he loves, and he's really good at it, and he gets paid for it, and that's that. Yeah. I think, as well, um... I think you notice, I think you notice compliments and, uh, like support from random people more because they don't really have a motivation to talk to you, especially when you're on the come up. Yeah. Like, because like, yeah, your buddies, like say I make a podcast and I'm like, yo bro, I made a podcast. Can you give it a listen and just tell me what you think? Like, you're almost obligated to be like, yeah, dude, good job. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like yeah, you're like, sort of like a friendly obligation that you, like, even if you low-key think it's, like, not something you'd ever listen to, it's just to be nice, you kind of say, like... Or, you'd, job, or you'd be honest about it and be like, hey, I don't really like this, but I'm happy for you that you're doing this. You should keep doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but like, like, someone random that just comes across your shit, and then they're like, this is sick, and it's actually so sick, I'm going to tell this guy that it's sick. Or, hey, this impacted me or this changed the way I think about this. Like, I think a lot of your music, the reason that I love it so much, no matter what you say about, like, the quality of it, I hear the lyrics and I'm like, I fucking relate to this, dude. This makes me feel like he understands me. And this helps me understand what I'm going through. Yeah. Because he's putting it into words that I haven't used to describe this. Yeah, I think that makes sense. So it's like super relatable, right? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's also, I think that's how most people, like, that's how I felt every time I listen to my favorite artist. I'm like, yo, I think like that, you know what I mean? So. But how many times have you contacted them and said, this is sick? Never. But think about what that means then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. For someone to message you and be like, yo, dude, this fucking really resonated with me. Yeah. This yeah. really felt good. Yeah, I had a few people that I actually had never talked to that I used to know that reached out to me. So I knew that when they were saying it, it was super genuine. Um, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like the support from random people <clears throat> not only seems more genuine, but it feels better. Like it feels like, not to say like, obviously, you feel like you have a friend trying to do something, fucking compliment them and tell them it's fucking sick. If it's sick, if you don't think it is, Tell them how they can improve. If they love doing that thing, let them fucking chase that thing. But sh give them your honest feedback. But when someone random reaches out to you, it's like, this is sick. Yeah. Like, this resonated with someone that I don't even know or yeah. don't know that well. Yeah, yeah. I think the other thing, though, with friends is that they want to be supportive. Like, they don't want to be negative about it. But I don't think they realize because it kind of depends on the person. Like personally, I would prefer to have someone be like, yo, I, I listened to the project. It was sick, but I think you can do better. I think this was, you could do better. I think, you know, like, like constructive criticism and like um, a more genuine opinion. It, it, 
I think some people might think that it might like hurt someone's feelings or that kind of thing. But like specifically in my case, I would definitely appreciate it if people were like, yeah, this song was sick, but like, I didn't really fuck with those two. Like the message maybe was good, but it just didn't sound right for me or something mm -hmm. like that. And I'd be like, dope, thanks. I'm, I'll take that into consideration when I make my new shit and that kind of thing. Um, so I think that's kind of where it comes from to a degree, but I mean, it is what it is. I'm not, it's, yeah. I'm kind of more of a proponent of like positive reinforcement and I don't know if it's something I'm like <clears throat> conscious of, like I'm aware of it. I don't think it is. I think that my attention just kind of goes towards the things I like all the time. So like, yeah. I don't know if you've noticed, but like when I listen to your music, there's certain tracks where I just don't really listen to them. I'm like, it's not really for me. But then when I do hear something, I'm like, bro, this, I love this. Yeah, keep yeah, doing yeah. this yeah 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 right but that's the thing too as a musician like you have to know that everyone has different tastes mm -hmm. so your favorite song is going to be someone else's least favorite song that they never listen to ever yeah. and they don't want to like it's like just not for them yeah so I, I have to take that into consideration too as i'm as i'm working on it like not every song is for everyone and at the end of the day every song is for me so like yeah. I, I don't care about that too much um obviously i want to try and make songs that get more attention but um i want to just enjoy myself and 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 uh get into the best headspace i can to make the best music i can and people will like what they like sort of at the end of the day yeah well, and also this is just kind of something I just thought of is like, if you say you release a mixtape and I listen to all of them and there's like two songs I don't like, or three songs I don't like, but there's a couple songs I really like, like you chose, I'm like in my perspective, it's like you chose to make the song I don't like, like that was for you. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't want you to stop doing what you enjoy. I just want to hear more of the shit that I like. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like keep doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do whatever you want on the side. Yeah. <laughs> but just do these things more. Like I yeah, like yeah. that. Like it's like, dude, there's artists that I like. Like, dude, Elton John is one of my favorite artists of all time. But there is songs that I don't like of his. Mm -hmm. It's just like he still had to make those tracks. That's for him. Yeah. But yeah. there's certain songs or, that are or, bangers. Or even if it's like And I want more. <laughs> yeah. Even if it's, uh, even if it's songs that a lot of people don't like, every song I make was a necessary song to make to get me to the next level, whether I like it yeah. or other people like it or whatever the case is. Um, so in that way, it's always necessary to like, just create and like, I find I create the best when I either when I don't think or when I have a really deep emotion to think on, but in between is where I kind of fall apart. Like if I think too much, I'll fuck some shit up. It won't sound right. I'll be overthinking like random little things. Um, but if I'm just kind of not thinking and I just kind of get into a flow state and I just go, it ends up being better. Or if I'm like really emotional and I need to like vent something, then it, it works out because I have kind of like a, sort of like a subject box to kind of work off of. But, um, yeah. I think too, like, um, this is kind of just like a side thing. I think that 
Like people will give you feedback based off of what they've heard so far. So that doesn't mean you have to always listen to it because you could have a new idea that they'll love even more. And if you just listen to the feedback they're giving you, then you could just stay doing that one thing and not discover the other things that either lead you to more success or lead you to more happiness. Mm -hmm. So like for me, the way that I could use that as an example is like when I first started like my YouTube channel, if you go way back, it's me walking around downtown Vancouver and on the beach interviewing random people for like 15 seconds. Yeah, I remember that. And then, you know, people were like, oh, I really like how you did this. So I really like how you do that. But if I had just listened to people's feedback, I'd still be walking around Vancouver interviewing random people. Yeah, yeah. And like, it was, that was something that was really cool and I'll probably do it a little bit in the future. But like, if I had just listened to them, I wouldn't be doing this right now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think it's important that people like trust their gut a little bit because I, I could kind of say the same thing. Like if I, I always respect the people's opinions, uh, of like people close to me, like you, Melissa, my parents, my brother, all that kind of stuff. But I never let their opinions dictate what I need to do. Like I always know that I need to do whatever feels right to me, whatever I think of. And like, I'll take, I'll take the advice and I'll process it and see that might change my decision a little bit. Mm. But at the end of the day, I'm doing what I'm doing. And like, I have to, in a sense, like kind of shut out other people's opinions, especially cause I know in the future, there's always fans that are like, yo, this song sucks. Make this again, make that again. Like you're a cello, this kind of shit. And it's like, I got to do what I got to do regardless yeah. of anyone's opinions. Cause my opinion is the, the one that matters most. And that's how everyone should view their lives. Yeah, it's like Kanye's latest record was like so different than like old school Kanye. And so many people are probably like, we want graduation again. Yeah. Redo a graduation type album. Yeah, or like do Watch. 808s and Heartbreak again and surround whatever. And like, that's yeah. not Kanye. Kanye is an evolutionary artist. He keeps changing. He keeps yeah. evolving. Every album is Watch nothing the like the previous yeah. one. Like it's completely like, and that's really, as an artist, that's what you should strive for because... If you're not, you're kind of just staying in the same spot. Like if you, if every song you make sounds like the last song you made, that's not really progress. You just, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So yeah, trust your gut. Have you ever regretted trusting your gut? Um, no. I've regretted not trusting my gut more. Dude, I was just thinking the same thing. Yeah, so every, every time I go with my gut feeling. But this is the thing too, you have to be able to differentiate what's a gut feeling and what's a bad feeling. Because sometimes you can get them mixed up. And like, um, like when I quit music, it wasn't a gut feeling that I should quit music. It was a bad feeling that led me to quit music but I thought I was just following my gut. You know what I mean? Mm. So being able to differentiate like that, I think is, is important as you move through life. Yeah. Like kind of like, um, anxiety and excitement are kind of like the same physical feeling. Yeah. Like, like it's like that, the pit in your stomach, yeah, yeah, the yeah, clamminess. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like you're like, 
I, I had that explained to me one time when someone's like, think about like when you're anxious for something like a job interview, how you go to bed the night before, right? Like you're like kind of like lining shit up properly. You want to make sure everything's okay. You can't really fall asleep right away. You're kind of up. You're like kind of laying in bed and you're like, oh, tomorrow's a big day. Like da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. But then he's like, but then think about the feeling you get the night before, like Christmas Eve as a kid. It's literally the exact same thing. Yeah. It's like, oh, you line, you line your stocking up. You like put your pajamas on. You have your little hot chocolate or whatever the fuck you do on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Maybe you like open up some gifts with your family. I don't know what the fuck. Everyone's different, right? But it's like at the end of the day, you're laying in bed and you're like laying there like, oh, I can't wait. Tomorrow's the big day. Like yeah, It's like yeah, the same yeah. feeling, like the gut feeling, like that stomach feeling and like the clamminess. But I think that... I like the way you said it. You're like, I've regretted not following my gut. Like there's so many times where like, I've looked back at my life where it's like, oh, this was a great success and I could have been on board with it. But I, I had, and I even wanted to be, but then I talked myself out of it. Like I had this gut feeling, oh, I should have done this. And then everyone that did that did well. Yeah. Or I had this gut feeling that maybe I should pursue this and I didn't. And then I could have been successful at that. Yeah. Right? Like, it's like, fuck, man, I should have listened to my gut. But then there's times where I do listen to my gut and it leads me to a place that's pretty undesirable anyways. But then I always look back and I'm like, dude, you were just trusting your instincts. Yeah. And like, you have to be able to accept that not every single time that you trust your gut is going to have a perfect outcome, but you want to be able to trust your gut. Cause let's say four out of five times it's going to lead you in the right direction. And then over time, I think your gut decisions get better as you learn. Like, but like when you're a teenager, your gut might tell you to go do a bunch of drugs. And so you can hook up with this chick that you like, like whatever it is. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that obviously isn't a good decision. Like we can see that now. Right. But like a, a teenager might be like, Oh, if I go do fucking blow and drink with this chick, she might fuck me. Kind of thing, right? Yeah. And yeah. like, and, and then you do that yeah. and you end up the next day, like, why the fuck did I do that kind mm -hmm. of thing? Right. So being able to trust your gut, I think comes that with the price, but it, but it gets better over time. Yeah. I think that there's like a, a sense of like trying to impress your buddies as well when you're a teenager. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Doing like, shit that you just think that other people will think is cool. Yeah. Like if I go fucking do this stupid thing, like my friends will laugh and it'll be fucking that hilarious. That was me. Like my yeah. whole teenage years. <laughs> me. Yeah. So, so if I say this thing, that's a little bit outrageous. I might piss this one person off, but everyone else in the room will laugh. And like, you know, yeah. for me as a 14, 15 year old guy, I was like, you know, if I can make 20 people smile and one person sad, that's a good trade. Yeah. <laughs> In my head, I know it's twisted and wrong, yeah, no, I know, right? I know. But that's how I felt. Yeah. So, yeah, like you figure it out, I think, as you... And I do regret those moments, I will say. I, yeah, I mean... I'm proud. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's fairly obvious. But, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, it's, part, <laughs> it's part of growing up. Everyone has their own experiences, right? And, like, yeah, I think just trust your gut and it'll always lead you... or. Not always, but it it will lead you in the right direction if you continue to follow it, I would say. I think the worst thing I think people can do is not trust their gut and always seek validation. That'll get you nowhere ever, ever. Yeah. Well, I think that that's because 
A, you can't please everybody all the time. Facts. You can't please everybody and you can't please all the people that you please all the time. So like search, like, you know what I mean? Like if you're a fan of my podcast, I'm pleasing you. It's not like you're going to like every episode. Yeah. Right. Or if I'm a fan of your music, it's not like I'm going to like every song. Yeah. So you can't even please the people that you please all the time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Even like there's some people that, um, like they'll have a, an artist that they like and they won't like a whole album, like 20 songs will be like, this guy's fucked. I don't like him anymore. He's different. Or there's artists but, you don't like and you like one album by them. Yeah. But what people don't realize too, and this is what kind of going back to music is that typically when you're an artist, you have way more songs than people know about. So when you put an album out, you might have three albums in the chamber ready to go or that you're still kind of finalizing sort of thing. And, and they're completely different than the first one they put out because that's just how music works. Yeah. Right. So, um, I kind of forget how that relates to your point, but I don't even remember what my point was at the time. I think it's that you're talking about, I don't even remember what I was saying. Basically, I, I, I've already actually, I've been thinking about something else in my head as well. I'm trying to form this opinion properly as well, but, um, I think that it comes back to just trusting your gut and not being able to please everybody all the time. Like being able to, yeah, like be able to please all the people that are fans of you all the time as well. Yeah. And I, I think if you, if you make your goal to please yourself, other people will be pleased with it eventually. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I know that when I make the songs that I know that I'm capable of making eventually, mm -hmm. they're going to be so good that people won't be able to not listen or to, to ignore it because I'll be happy with it. Yeah. So if you set that kind of intention and that standard for yourself, people will just be drawn to it eventually. It's inspiring, I think, to see other people doing things that you want to do or that like whatever the case is right or you wish like i could say like i wish i could be a fucking race car driver so when i see someone racing and like drifting or doing something cool like i wish i could do that but I, you know what i mean so like dedicating your life to that kind of thing and like setting that standard to please yourself and to be happy with your own work is like really important yeah yeah and i think that I think that people can tell and I think that that's why we identify people as sellouts because it's like I can tell that this guy made you know obviously people's lives change so what they make changes yeah but it's like if you're like a huge fan and we were kind of talking about this before we recorded yeah like if you're a huge fan of somebody and then all of a sudden they drop an album and it's like completely different in your eyes they don't believe what they're doing and you're like I, I've listened to like nine of this guy's albums He's never sounded like this before. He's never talked about these things before. He's never done it this way before. And it's just like, I feel like this guy's just making what he think will be popular. And instead of doing what was therapeutic for him before or therapeutic for me that he was making. Before. Yeah. Yeah. That's the other thing too, right? Having the expectation of that can, uh, can lead to that kind of like, unhappiness with the way an artist moves and and like the way he changes and stuff because at a certain point when someone reaches a certain level of success like how much more can they struggle and suffer and and you know what i mean because their struggles like, evolve 
Or they, yeah, they evolved. Like, like Logic, for example, his last album, he was like, like I, I already had a hard life once, so I have to recreate it every album for you cunts. It was, it was a funny line. But it was, uh, like, he, I don't know, their struggles change. He's a dad now. He has dad struggles. He has, like, whatever comes along with that sort of part of his life. And a lot of the people that at one time related to his previous struggles which just aren't going to relate to that anymore because that's just how life goes yeah yeah or like you look at guys like uh like there's another rock reference but like you look at guys like dave Grohl, like yeah. the music that he made right when he started foo fighters is like dude kurt cobain just died one of his bandmates for years yeah. just died so he's obviously hurting and he's just making music by himself and now he's like same thing he's like Later on in his life, he's recording all of his stuff is just recorded at his house now. His family's around, his daughter's there, his wife's there, his buddies come over with their wives, they just chill out. Like It's like completely different than when he's like recording right after his buddy takes his own life type of deal. Yeah, exactly, yeah. It's a different sound altogether. It's a different, yeah, yeah. It's a different, like he's different not- Different emotion, different inspiration, mm -hmm. different, um, but it still just sounds a, just, like him. Yeah, but just even just as far as like a different uh, state of mind or a different perception mm -hmm. of, of how the world works, like you might be really angry when you're younger and then you grow up and you kind of like, you're not so angry anymore. So, right your, a bit. so your music's not going to reflect that unless you force it or something, but then it probably won't sound good because you're Or you're just it. angry at different things. Yeah. Or it just could, maybe it just comes out differently because you don't want to make the same thing twice. You're trying to be creative or whatever the case is. Like, so yeah, sick dude. The other thing, the last thing I was gonna say was, um, you said that I think, I think it was something like. Correct me if I'm wrong. Like I'm trying to remember how you said it, but you're like the more you follow your gut instinct, the better your gut instincts get. And I think that that's true because. Like, say you follow your gut instinct and it leads you to something that you don't like. Like, you're like, okay, my gut instinct is to, to say this right now in this situation or to do this thing. And then you end up being in a place where you're like, you didn't want to be in. Then you can correct your gut instinct and be like, okay, I naturally have this gut instinct when I feel this or when I see this situation. And that led me somewhere I didn't want to be before. Yeah. So then you can kind of alter your gut instinct. And like over time, if you always do your gut instinct, you could, it'll, it'll actually self-correct itself. Yeah. Because, yeah. because it's like your gut instinct will be to not do what you did last time. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with that. And then that way, at least you could live your life always listening to your gut and it just corrects itself over time to the sense that you're living what you know to be true and you're getting into positions you want to be in. Dude, that was something I was just trying to form in my head, but I like that. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, I don't know if I've ever actually, like, thought of it that way, but... Me neither, dude. But, um, yeah, I do think that's true for the most part. Super sick, man. I think that's a fucking sick way to end this episode. Nice. Super sick. I know that you've got shit that you've got to go and do tonight for filming, but, um... Yeah, I don't know what time it is exactly. Oh, it's 3.20. 320 oh, yeah, Saturday afternoon. So if you're listening to this, hope you're having a great afternoon, you know, with us. If you're listening to this at night, I hope you're having a good night. If you're listening to this in your morning time, I hope this just kind of made you kind of think a little bit more during your day, 
maybe think of things in a different perspective or I hope we made you laugh or we entertained you a little bit, but that's pretty much it for my outro. You know how I roll. I don't, I, I do my own intro. I don't do my own fucking outro. So <laughs> you do you, man. I want you to plug yourself, plug your mixtape, plug where people can find you on social media and uh, say whatever you want to say. But the one requirement is you have to be people with a motivating or a happy thought, something that's going to make them think or feel good or motivate them for today. Okay, uh, I'll start with uh, re-plugging myself. So basically on all social media platforms, it's at RealMP5. Um, just released uh, an EP March 1st called Reflections. That's out on Spotify, Apple Music, SoundCloud, YouTube. Um, links in my bios if you want to check that out. Um, and I also have a music video coming out for the intro that I made with this man right here. Um, so that'll be out probably in a week or two, still figuring it out exactly. Um, but yeah, I would say just a positive message is trust your gut, allow yourself to fail and, um, just don't give up. If it, if it gets hard, you know, reach out to someone, um, try to talk to, to someone you're close to, um, just, just keep pushing. Yeah, and you know, I'm gonna actually follow up with that. I know I normally don't talk in my outros, but it's, he says, allow yourself to fail. And that's so huge because the failure is what's gonna let you get better at whatever you're doing, right? Like if you're starting off and you wanna be a barber, allow yourself to fuck up some people's haircuts. It's inevitable, it's gonna happen. But then at least you learn what not to do. You learn how to be better the next time. Like allowing yourself to fail is allowing yourself to learn. The only difference between learning and failing is if you quit after. So that's pretty much that's it. Fact. Yeah, I'd say like even to this point, like I I fail almost every time I try writing to this day. So, um, or even making beats, whatever it is. So just because you fail for the day or, or for whatever you're trying to do in the moment doesn't mean it's over. It's over when you stop and, and basically that's that. Yeah, nobody fucking talks about how many practices that, you know, Michael Jordan missed baskets. They only talk about when he set fucking records and won. Yeah, exactly. But he, he missed more shots than he's made by like 20 times, 50 times. Probably 100 times. Yeah, like he, yeah. So keep taking shots, basically. Fucking do it. Let's go, baby. Have a good day, a good week, a good month, a good fucking year. Go out and be the best you. Allow yourself to fail and chase your fucking gut instincts. Let's go, baby.